Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Ask Jess. Today, we are going to be talking about how to work from home. So I have three tips on how to work from home, and I'm going to give everyone just about a minute or so to log on here so you can catch it live. Hey, Diana, how are you? So we're just going to wait a couple, like one minute, 60 seconds so that we can get everyone on this live stream. If you are here, please say hello. Let me know how things are going for you. You guys, everyone who watches and listens to my podcast, you are in my my thoughts all the time. I am sending out so much love to our incredible community every day, thinking about you guys um, and trying to figure out how to really provide you with relevant tips. Hey, Regina and Paulette, how are you guys doing? So I really want to provide you with relevant tips for this time. So if you have something that you need to hear about, let me know. I think I'm going to start doing a few more podcasts every week um, just to kind of fill in some of this blank space that we have at home. Hi, Kathy. <laughs> Good to see you on here. So I'm going to launch into my top three tips for working from home. And as we go through this, as always, please comment, have a reaction to what I'm saying, positive or negative. Let me know you're here. That's what keeps this really vibrant um, and also reminds me that or lets me know that I am still streaming, <laughs> especially right now when we have so many more people in our house on the Internet. I need I need to definitely know that I am streaming it to your computer. <laughs> OK, so without further ado. This is Ask Jess, and these are my top three tips for working from home that are different from the other tips that you read about. I've been doing a ton of research on um, how to work from home. I mean, I work from home. I've been working from home at least part-time for years now, so I have my own strategies in place, and I find that most of the tips that I read are basically the same. Get dressed, stay hydrated, uh, you know have work hours. Okay, so those are kind of like the common sense tips. So I want to share with you some other tips that have really helped me figure out how to have this work life balance. And that now are even more critically important because we probably have more people in our homes, at least for the next couple of weeks, children, spouses, you know, more people just being home. So and you also may have never worked from home before and it is completely different from going into an office. So I want to just stop actually right there and point out that if you're finding this difficult, that's totally expected. Working from home is such a different thing from going into an office every day. So give yourself a little break, right? Because this is a transition that was thrown at you. And it is really dissimilar to working inside, going to an office, going to a location to work. So number one, it's okay if you're struggling with this transition. That actually wasn't tip number one, but I'm just saying. <laughs> it is okay if this transition feels difficult. It should feel difficult. It took me years for this transition to feel natural, to feel good working from home all the time and to figure out how to do it. And you're expected to figure it out 
basically overnight. Not only structuring your work from home, but also managing the other people in your house, which is a whole added layer. So number one, just like we did last week, we're going to start with a deep breath and a little love for yourself. Let a little love for yourself come on in because this is definitely a difficult, difficult thing to just take on. Okay, so now that we're feeling a little stronger, <laughs> we have a little more context around why this is so difficult. Here are my top three tips. Number one, recognize the new collections in your house for what they are and create storage space for them. So when you are working from home, you are creating a whole new collection of materials in your house. One common mistake that I see is where people tend to mix up their working from home stuff. So the stuff that you bring home from the office that really is about your job with your home office materials. So home office materials are more relevant to household management, paying the bills, you know, RSVPing. There's a whole set of things that we have in our house just to manage our household that is basically like home office stuff, but that is a different collection from what you might require to work from home. Additionally, if you have kids in your house, they're bringing in all new collections also. So if they have schoolwork that they're working on, or if you're providing them with educational materials, that's a separate collection from home office, and that's a separate collection from working from home. You might have more craft supplies in your house right now because you have kids that need to be entertained. They need to have stuff to do. They need supplies for school. So now you have increased your crafts or you've pulled out crafting supplies and kind of mixed them in with educational supplies, home office supplies, working from home supplies. So number one, my number one tip is to get a handle at least in your brain, right? Get a handle on what these different collections are in your house. Understand how collections grow and change and try and figure out storage for each individual collection. Otherwise, we end up with the dreaded co-mingled collection. A co-mingled collection is any pile of stuff that has a lot of different types of things in it. When we look at a co-mingled collection, it might look like uh, materials from work that we brought home. It might look like bills for your house that needs to be paid. It might have electronics for your children, uh, miscellaneous, you know, all sorts of crafting supplies, um, markers, and it just looks like a big jumble to our brain. And then it feels really overwhelming and we have to figure out like how to deal with each individual thing. So starting to just kind of mentally figure out what the different collections are in your house that have suddenly shifted overnight, being able to identify and label, this goes with, you know, my son's schoolwork. That's one collection. This is definitely my personal work from home, like my working my job from home stuff. This is home office. This really has actually nothing to do with working from home. It's about household management. So being able to identify and label the different collections in your house is a really good start to being able to functionally actually work from home. 
once you've identified, and let me know if this makes sense. Is that, does that resonate with you guys? Is it making sense? Give me a thumbs up or a, you know, hashtag no more commingled collections. That's kind of a long hashtag. Um, <laughs> let me know if this is making sense or if you have any questions. Once you've identified what the different collections are that you're dealing with, then the next step is to create storage for them. So even if you don't have a home office, or even if your kids are doing their homework from your desk or your kitchen table or whatever it is, uh, it's really important that at the end of the day, there is a dedicated space for each collection so it can be picked up and put away and not just piled on top of each other. So if you don't have a home office, that's okay. Where can you create and how can you create a dedicated storage space for these collections? Now, maybe there's a lot of clutter in your house and you don't have flexible space because you're working through the process of decluttering with me right now, right? So how can you handle that? Maybe you have a box, right? And you have a box that you can just use for your home office stuff, for your working from home stuff, for your kids' educational stuff, right? Maybe you just have a box, you clearly label it, and at least everything that you need from that collection goes into that box, right? We don't need to overthink this. We don't need to go out and purchase anything. We just need to create a clear system in our house that's super, super, super simple. And that is what will help you get through this temporary time of working from home and having other people home also. So understand your different collections and create some storage for them right now so at least at the end of the day you can pick up the dining room table and you can sit down and actually eat at the dining room table. So it transitions from an office area to an eating area and everything has a spot to go. Yes, okay, so <laughs> Kim says, I'm a stay-at-home mom already, but not used to being home all day, and now my husband is here too. Yes, we have so many more people in like using our homes, so they have to like quickly and rapidly change to become functional and, and really continue to be a refuge and a place of support and security for us, especially during this time right now where everything feels uncertain. Okay, so that's tip number one, identify your collections and create storage for your new collections, even if they're temporary. Tip number two, this is a big one. Protect yourself from distractions. A distraction is distracting, right? That, that is the definition of a distraction, is something that pulls your attention away from what you're doing. When you're working from home, the amount of distractions that can infiltrate into your work life is huge, especially if you have lots of other people also at home right now. So who is struggling with distractions? Let me know. Raise your hand somehow <laughs> if you are struggling with distractions at home. In addition to the people that can distract us, there is a huge temptation to watch the news, find out immediately what is going on, minute-to-minute -minute coverage, right? This is all very distracting. Social media, we're trying to connect with people because we're not seeing them in person, 
right? So social media is a huge distractor because we do need this social connectiveness, but at the same time, we don't need to be mindlessly scrolling a feed for one minute that turns into one hour. So how do we protect ourselves from distractions? The way that you handle this really is to remove the ability for a distraction to distract you. So put your phone into airplane mode, right? Commit to doing work for say half an hour, right? One dedicated half an hour to tackle one thing. Put your phone into airplane mode or take your phone out of your office. Turn, close every single tab on your computer that is not relevant. Close your office door or close a door to wherever you're working. Communicate with the people in your family. Let them know, I need 30 minutes of uninterrupted time starting now, right? So you have to actually say these words. Communication is huge when it comes to distractions. Turn off your Facebook, turn off your Instagram, turn off the news and set a timer, not a phone timer. Get like an old fashioned egg timer or set a timer on your watch or set a timer, you know, anywhere that does not involve you touching your phone more than you need to. Protect yourself from distractions. If you feel like your child is gonna come and talk to you and they should be really doing their schoolwork or something, create a system for them to share what they need to say with you without actually distracting you, of course, unless it's an emergency, right? Without actually distracting you. So what we do is my kids, I leave a sheet of paper outside my door and if my kids need to talk to me, like right now, they know that I'm doing this, right? So here's the deal, if you need to talk to me, if it's a true emergency, you can come in the door, okay? <laughs> but if it is not a true emergency, and most likely it's not a true emergency, then write what you need to say to me on that sheet of paper that's outside my door. When I am done with this, you will have felt like you have communicated with me and I will be able to see exactly what you need to talk about as soon as I am done with what I am doing. This could work for your husband too, or whoever you live with, your wife, your, you know, whoever, <laughs> whoever you are cohabitating with, uh, ask them, please, I need 30 minutes of dedicated time right now. Please, you know, respect that. And if you need to say something to me, just send me a text message. You know, my phone's going to be off, but I'll get it as soon as I turn my phone on. Um, or, you know, leave a note on the door, something like that. But just, you know, communicate and remove the ability for the distraction to distract you. So just protect your time and your space. Um, Diana says, what if decluttering is a distraction? <laughs> so, okay, Diana, you said, I'm sitting here seeing all the papers I need to go through. So <laughs> what I would say to that is maybe you can cover those with a blanket or something right now or a towel, move them so they're out of your vision, right? Because like you literally have to protect yourself from distractions. So if there's a visual distraction, you need to remove either yourself or the visual distraction. If there's a digital distraction, you need to remove yourself or the digital distraction. You have to, you know, commit to removing the distractions because it's exactly what a distraction is. It's just another thing that can distract us. Um, so you have to like physically, mentally, verbally, emotionally protect yourself, but only do it for like 30 minutes at a time. Like you don't need to do this for the whole entire day. 
right? If you can dedicate 30 minutes to really working on one project or task, you that's like the equivalent, like uninterrupted, that is the equivalent of like two hours of interrupted work. Um, in fact, you know, there's a lot of studies that have been done in workplaces about how make, giving people a shorter work day has increased productivity, productivity tremendously because when you're at work for eight hours, you're, you spend like three hours being distracted. But when you know that you only have four hours to work, you just get down to it and work harder for those four hours. So a little bit of undistracted time is undistracted a word? I'm not sure. A little bit of time with no distractions is equal to a lot of time with distractions. So you will be just as productive, if not more, by removing the ability to have a distraction and doing it for a short period of time. So <laughs> Diana also says, I am actually taking my stand five minutes an hour and going through some of the papers. Perfect. I am assuming that's what it says, going through some of the papers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Candy says, I'm so happy that I can actually close my door after the home office SOS training this weekend. Yes, that's awesome, Candy. That's huge. Hi, Carol. <laughs> okay, so my first tip, just to recap, was recognize the new collections that are in your home and create dedicated spaces for them. The second tip was to protect, like actually protect yourself from distractions. And... The third tip that I have to work from home successfully is, are you guys ready for it? <laughs> Show your face. Show your face. <laughs> so this is a big one, and I've been harping on this one in all of my groups lately. Show your face on camera. If you are telecommuting with people, um, if you have friends that you want to connect with, show your face. It is such a huge connector. Being able to see somebody's face is tremendous in making us feel connected to the outside world right now. A couple of nights ago, I went on a Zoom with my girlfriends, right? And we just talked, but we could see each other's faces and it felt so good. We were laughing. We were like looking up. Um, I don't even know how we got into this topic, but we were talking about jello salads and aspics. And we were looking up pictures of jello salads from the 1950s and sharing them and having we were we were just rolling on the floor laughing. Literally, it was so funny. But because we could connect with each other visually, it made such a big difference to our mental health. And if you're working from home and you're feeling isolated, because normally you're at work in an office and you're chatting with other people, they're leaning on the door to your office, you're seeing their faces, you're seeing their body language, you're going to the break room, you're just catching up with people in person, the next best thing is to just go on camera, right? I am telling you, you will feel so good after connecting with people on camera. Now, if you can't do that with your work, then we have a lot of tools inside our private Facebook groups where you can connect on camera with other people inside the group. So if you're looking for this ability to connect and you're not sure how to get it, please reach out to me and I will create that for you. Oh, thank you, Carolyn. Caroline says, I love your videos. Thanks, Carolyn. <laughs> thank you for being here. <laughs> 
Okay, so those are my top three tips for working from home. Number number one, identify your new collections and create homes for them. Create good storage for them, any storage for them in your house. Number two, literally protect yourself from distractions. And number three, show your face so that you can socially connect with people. And that really will help you prioritize your sanity and your emotional well-being during these very different and never seen before times. Okay. <laughs> Wendy says, I just had my first video conference with my work team. It sucked and I do not like this. Wendy, why did it suck? What it, it okay, I, I will give you this. In the beginning, it's diff Zoom feels uncomfortable, but I promise you, it does get better. It really, really does get better. Um so, but I am curious, like, what was bad about it? What didn't you like about it? Uh, I would love to have a chat with our girls here to chat with during this time. Uh, Diane, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what you mean by that, but <laughs> I, I, I'm fully behind whatever, <laughs> having more people to chat with, right? Um, Candy says, I really like the idea of breaking it up. I haven't been doing that. Yes, break everything up into, into smaller chunks because that is super, super helpful. Uh, it really makes your time go by a little faster. In Facebook Messenger. Yep. We could do Facebook Messenger for sure. I like that idea too. I want to throw in another thought that I've had. So yesterday, uh, last night, I posted in the Prioritize Your Sanity Facebook group about what I should do this video on today, my video podcast on today, because I had a lot of ideas that I was kind of tossing around and I was feeling indecisive. Um, and one thing that came up a lot was how to stay motivated and focused on decluttering when things are all up in the air. So I just want to take a couple of minutes right now and give you guys my like heartfelt thoughts on this. Um, right now, it does feel like a lot of the control that we have in life has been taken away from us, right? In many states, we are being told, basically, don't leave your house. Um, and that is something that we have never, ever experienced before. There is a lot of fear right now about all sorts of stuff, about the economy, about illness. Um, just there is a lot of fear and a lot of what we take for granted has been taken away from us. Um, or it feels that way anyway. Being told to work from home, being told not to come to school, shutting down schools all across the nation, this is unprecedented and, and very, very, very uncomfortable. So if you are struggling right now, I want to encourage you to take action on something that you can control. And of course, one thing that we can control is the environment that we're living in. We do have control over our houses. We do have control over how we feel when we wake up because the space that we're in is a space that we love. I can make a tremendous argument right now that there has never, ever been a better time to take control over your home environment than right at this very second in history. 
You deserve to wake up in a home that is completely supportive of your life right now. You deserve to wake up in a bedroom that you love. You deserve to have a home that you want to be in while the choice to leave your house is being taken away from you. You deserve to have to take control over this. Oh, and there's my dog at the window. <laughs> Just standing up at the window. You deserve to have a home that you love. And this is something that is completely within your control. There is a lot that you cannot control right now, but there is also a lot that you can control right now. There are so many resources out there for creating spaces that you love. And I, I always say you can't rely on motivation. Motivation is fickle. It goes on vacation all the time. What you can rely on is your ability to make small, easy changes every single day. And the more small, easy changes that you make, the more your motivation is going to want to come home, right, from vacation. It's going to come back, right? So, oh, thank you, Debbie. <laughs> Amy says, decluttering is the only thing that has made me feel in control. Yes, you have so much control over where you are right now. Like, that's it. This is, this is what you have control over. So take back that control. Act. Act on it. Instead of sitting and watching the news, turn off the news and create a living room that you absolutely love. Absolutely love. You deserve this right now. And this is something that you, a gift that you can give to yourself. And it is a way to feel in control, have a little bit of control in a time where things feel so out of control. So please, if you are struggling, get involved in our group. Uh, find, if, if you're not in the group right now, it's Prioritize Your Sanity. It's a Facebook group. It's private. Um, it's judgment-free. There's tons of resources in there. Next week, I'm doing Clutter Boot Camp again for five days. It's $10, but I am waiting the fee for anyone who is in an uncertain financial situation right now. Get use this clutter boot camp as really the the trigger and motivation that you need to create this home that you love because there's never ever ever been a better time to do this. Um, and I want to support you through this. I I want to guide you through this process. I want you to be a part of this vibrant and amazing, incredible community. I want you to have this control in your life. I want you have this you to have this success in your life. And people who go through Clutter Bootcamp are hugely successful. It's just set up for success. It's just, <laughs> um, it is actually life-changing. I have heard this over and over and over again. Because it does change your life to have a home that feels manageable, that is a refuge, a sanctuary, that can revitalize you. So get into Clutter Bootcamp. If you already went through it last time, go through it again. You're going to pick up something different. I guarantee it. Every time you go through the lessons, you are able to build on the new foundation that you have. So get in there. If you can't afford the $10, that's totally okay. Just let me know and I will give you access to it, right? I mean, this is about us as a community. It's not about the $10.
Don't let there be a barrier to you having success because this is the right time to do this. <sighs> Thanks, Amy. <laughs> Dana, why do you feel like a failure? Do not, there's no, no reason to feel like a failure right now. This is very uncertain time. And it, it, this is just, it's a crazy, crazy time for all of us. And sometimes you need to go through boot camp a couple of times because as we all know, a lot of this is about mindset shifting and oftentimes those mindset shifts, <laughs> this is a tongue twister, can take a little bit more time, right? But once they really, once you really embrace them, everything magically falls into place. Kathy says, I'm so excited. It was worth way more than $10. Thank you, Kathy. Dana, okay, so you haven't made that much change since boot camp. That's okay. Do it again, right? The only way that you can fail is to give up. That's it. If you even think about not giving up, then you are on the path to success. There is only one way towards failure, and that is giving up. It doesn't matter if you haven't done anything. That's okay. You're here. You're on this, this video podcast right now. This is something. This is like a big something. Like you are, you have to recognize your progress for what it is, right? You have to say, okay, I am, I am still thinking about this. And one day you are going to read something or see something or hear something from somebody else in the group or from me or what, wherever you see it. And it is going to be that springboard that you need. You will be perfectly positioned to make tremendous change in your life because you have kept showing up for so long. Do not discount showing up. That is huge. Yes, you haven't given up. Absolutely. <laughs> Debbie says, don't feel bad, Dana. Just keep going and start again. It is never, ever too late. It is never too late. Never. You guys, I have a client that I worked with for a long time who was in her late 70s. Her late 70s, right? And she was adamant about having a home finally that brings her joy. Like that's, I, I was, I mean, I can't even express how it feels to work with people who just don't give up, even if they feel like they're not making progress. You keep showing up. That is, that's tremendous, right? And it takes, everyone is on their own journey and their own path. Diana says, I had to change my mindset before I could put anything in place. It took me about a week and a half and it will come. Right. It took Diana a week and a half. It takes some people, you know, a year and a half. And that's totally okay. Everybody is in a different circumstance and coming at this with a different history. But you will get there if you keep showing up. Regina says, do things at your own pace. Exactly. Kathy says, I have to declutter so much. Now I'm excited to go back and declutter more. Yes. It, seriously, you're just starting with a new foundation and that, oops, Siri th thought I was talking to her when I said seriously. <laughs> you're starting with a new foundation. You're layering your foundation, right? And one day it's going to be so high that you're just going to go. You're like, you're at, you're like, you're there, you're there, right? So just think of it as layering your foundation every time you hear something. And sometimes, you know, your foundation is like still down here. You're still like, you're going up a little and you're down, but then you're going up a little, but you're still building that foundation. And that is huge. That's huge. Okay. 
Candy, not giving up. That's right. Just don't give up. That is the only way to fail is to give up. That's it. Just keep showing up. So <laughs> you guys are doing it. You are doing it. You totally are doing it. Okay, with that said, <laughs> it's like peeling an onion exactly one layer at a time. How many more analogies can we have with this? Peeling an onion, building a foundation, jumping on a springboard. <laughs> There's so many layers to it. Digging, right? Growing. It's like, it's decluttering. I mean, you are dealing with all clutter is connected. You're dealing with all of the connected clutter sometimes before you attack the physical clutter. And that is totally what gets you there. <laughs> Terry says, I'm still doing the easy stuff. Can't do the hard stuff yet. That's okay. One day you will. And when it is your time, it will be so easy because you will have such a strong foundation. Your roots will be so deep, right? <laughs> I'm trying to come up with all different analogies for this, but I think you guys totally get what I'm saying here. Yes, Candy says same. I don't, I'm Jenny, boot camp was motivational and life-changing. I'm so glad that you're part of this whole thing, Jenny. Well, I guess that really goes planting a seed. <laughs> Let yourself grow. Yes, digging out all of it. <laughs> And done is better than perfect. That's right. <laughs> done is better than perfect. I would even say some is better than nothing, right? Um, plus, you guys, we have fun. I mean, we laugh. I laugh. We laugh. We make this fun. We, we make decluttering actually really fun. And we have a community. Community crushes clutter. So all the tools are there. And I hope you guys will do boot camp again because I'm really excited for next week. I am going to, I'm, I'm not really changing the lessons, but I'm going to incorporate how to do a lot of this stuff if you can't leave your house, right? So yes, Candy, it's your mantra. Done is better than perfect. It's a good mantra. It's definitely a good mantra. All right. So we are now at the more than 30 minute mark. <laughs> My promise to keep this under 30 minutes is out the window. Um, but I am super excited. We had all had the opportunity to connect. And I am thinking I will do some more uh, video podcasts this week because I'm home, you're home. <laughs> we need all of the face-to-face -face and motivation that we can get. Hey, Maria, I'm going to start unpacking books, movies, and CDs today. It's my first day at home without having to work. Awesome. Yes, get control over some of your collections. Feel in control. Make little changes, little progress. Carol says, I can't wait for next week. Boot camp, here I come. I can't wait either. You guys, I am so excited. I am so excited. Denise says, decluttering is actually enjoyable for me now that I have changed my mindset. Yes, yes, yes. It should be a good, enjoyable process. Oh, thank you, Jenny. Thank you for being here. All right. So this podcast lives on YouTube. I have a YouTube playlist with all of my podcasts. I think this is number 13 or 14 officially. Um, and we're going to just keep on growing here. So I love you guys. <laughs> um, 
Dana says, Jess, I like that you don't tell us what to do. You tense all day under the sink day and just encourage us to keep getting rid of things by the number. Yes, that's right, because that is a key to success. Dana, I hope you're doing boot camp again. Um, all right. Goodbye, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day. Go be productive. 30 minutes. Remove distractions. You can do this. We are here for you. You are not alone. You are not alone. I love you guys.